you know, as Christians, we have to understand and, and be real with where we are. That's what we have to see first, individually. And what where our mindset is and what we desire. Airing the Addisons. I think what God is really calling us back to, it's those individual personal revivals in our own lives where we're like, oh Lord, what have we done? We have minimized you. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. As the church, man, we should be on the forefront yes. of making disciples, of indoctrination and godly things. If we don't train our kids, they will not be able to stand. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Good afternoon. This is Aaron Addison. It's Wednesdays with Will. Thank, uh, thank you for uh, listening today. I have some things that I would like to share from the Word of God. But before I get into that, we have some announcements that we need to make. Um, man, there's a lot of exciting things coming up. But first, if you want to email us, you can e- email us at addisons at AFR. Dot net addisons at afr.net also you can follow us on facebook and on youtube just search uh airing the addisons and you can also watch this broadcast live uh, on facebook and youtube just search airing the addisons also we have our last and final date night coming up um it's going to be in little rock arkansas uh november 9th 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. at the Robinson Center at 426 West Markham Street in Little Rock. Uh, to get all the information and to register, go to marriagefamilylife.net. That's marriagefamilylife.net, and you can register there. Make sure you register. We need you to so we can know uh, how many people are coming. Also, we have our by design challenge that's still going on. Just a few days left. It's the Daddy-Daughter Date Night Challenge. Uh, if you want to be a part of that, make sure you take a picture of you, dad, and your daughter on the date. You know, no matter what it is. It could be uh, at a restaurant. It can just be you guys riding around, talking, I don't know, whatever you want to do. And you can uh, post that picture on our By Design Facebook page. Uh, do hashtag uh, daddy daughter date night and so you can post that picture we'll make sure it gets up there so uh just just one of those challenges we have another challenge coming up for next month we'll be talking a little bit about that uh soon also we have our afa streaming uh that will be launching next week this is uh exciting because you know there's a lot of canceling going on (laughs) and so when you own the microphones and when you own the streaming they can't cancel you. So this is an effort to avoid all of that since we are living in this cancel culture. And man, this is a, a great idea. All the content will be on uh, the streaming. Um, anyone will be able to create an account and stream limited content for free. So anyone can uh, create an a account just to see the limited content. But for our great commission partners, those who make a monthly donation of any amount will have unlimited access to all the content on the platform. And so that's something that you want to check out. Uh, just go to afa.net uh, to get more information about that. Also, upcoming, uh, we have our National Collection Week for Operation Christmas Child. That's, this is always an uh, exciting thing for our family. We take part in 
filling those shoe boxes and sending them out, not knowing who they would get to, but I know it would be a blessing. Um, and we're going to talk a, a lot more about this uh, coming up, and I, I think we're going to be interviewing someone from Operation Christmas Child. Uh, but you, if you want more information right now, just visit SamaritansPurse.org slash OCC. SamaritansPurse.org slash OCC. Also, if you're looking for a clear and concise teaching on a, a biblical response to critical race theory, uh, go to the AFAstore.net. AFA you can pick up a two-part teaching done by Miki on this topic. Very, very, very important. Very important. And I would just uh, jump back to yesterday just to remind you guys, uh, if you go to the Engage Magazine website, Engage Magazine, you can do the Orange Letter campaign. Take, take part in that. Uh, all these different things we have going on. Uh, and, and all of this is in efforts to, you know, get you guys involved, uh, that the body of Christ would not only that we would talk about certain things, but that we would be about them in, in our action. And so, uh, as I announced those things, I hope you will go in and check some of that stuff out. But today, today I want to talk about something that's kind of personal to me. Um, but at the same time, it's just something that I feel like is a, uh, flaw within the body of Christ, something that I think we have a hard time with. One of the reasons I believe we have a hard time with this is because of um, the church growing up alongside the country that we live in. And I think sometimes we get conflated, the two, like sometimes church and uh, and Christianity and being American can can uh, get conflated. And so there's that, there's this one piece, man, that uh, I've noticed throughout my my life. I grew I grew up in church, uh, so I've I've seen a lot uh, in those four walls. You know, I've seen some of the politics and different things, and and even uh, some of the partiality and and things that man. Because we we are sinful man, we're dealing with people that sometimes crop up in the church. But just to give you a picture. So the thyroid gland, the thyroid gland produces hormones uh, which regulate the body's uh, metabolic rate as well as heart and digestive function, uh, muscle control, brain development, and bone maintenance. Its uh, correct functioning depends on having a good supply of iodine from the diet. The thyroid is a vitally important hormonal gland that plays a major role in metabolism, growth, and maturation of the human body. It helps to regulate many of the body's functions by constantly releasing a steady amount of hormones into the bloodstream. Why am I talking about the thyroid? Because it's a small member of the body. And it's something that if you're looking at someone, unless they have an enlarged thyroid gland, you won't see it. But it's a small member, but at the same time, it's a very important member. Uh, the thyroid gland makes hormones that regulate the way the body uses energy. The thyroid gland is a butterfly-shaped gland that lies in front of your windpipe, or the trachea, just below your voice box, the larynx. The thyroid gland uses iodine from food to make uh, two thyroid hormones, T4 and T3. Again, it's something that, that we can't see. And we have parts of our body 
that you can't see just by looking at the outside of someone. You can't see someone's heart by just looking at them or you can't see their their lungs and there are internal organs that if those organs would fail, we would be in trouble. <laughs> we would be dead in some instances. Uh, there would be some major surgery that would have to happen if these internal organs were to shut down or just stop performing. Um, it would it would be trouble. Now, one thing uh, I have noticed in the body of Christ is that we esteem certain gifts. We esteem certain things and we elevate certain things beyond, you know, other things. Here's an example. You know, as a young man, I grew up in, like I said, I grew up in church. I was always a pretty quiet guy, always pretty quiet. I I, I felt like I, I talked when I wanted to. And, and still today, I, I'm fairly quiet uh, compared to, you know, some of my peers. But as a young man growing up in church and surrounded by, you know, other uh, young people who were maybe more charismatic or, or they talked more. I noticed that, man, it seems like I was mis I felt like I was misunderstood a lot because I didn't say a lot. I also felt, and this was uh, self-inflicted, I also felt like, man, I'm not as good at the, as the next person because I can't speak well or I don't like to talk in certain settings or I don't feel comfortable you know, around a whole bunch of people. And there was an elder at the church that I grew up in um, he gave me some wise words that stuck with me. He said, you know, Will, he said, character is built in a place where it's dark, when there's nobody else around, but it's just you and it's just God, and God is, you know, building you up in that secret place. He said, but charisma is always out front. You know, that's, that's something that everybody can see and is easily seen. And, you know, you have... The, the different personalities and things like that that people enjoy. He said, but, and he told, he told me, he said, man, character, character outweighs charisma. He said, character out, outweighs charisma. And that stuck with me. And I was young. I was probably like 15, you know, years old. Um, but it always stuck with me. And I was like, Lord, help me to be a person, a man of character. And it's not that God hates charisma. That's not that's not true. You know, he used that in a powerful in powerful ways, you know. Um, but at the same time, there have to be character along with that charisma so that that person can be properly used by God. If it's all charisma and no character, that's when we see the problems that we see, you know, in the church today. So I had this thing going on, man, and and even now I still deal with it because, you know, a lot of times people within the church try to compare you with other folks, you know, they'll, and, and it's, and it's kind of, um, I don't think they, they, they uh, are trying to be hurtful, but at the same time, you know, certain comments can make you feel like, man, wow, I'm not appreciated or wow, that's how this person feels about me. You know, and we have to understand the proper respect for the body of Christ. The way that God has constructed the body, man, there are different parts. And the Bible lays it out. And we're going to read some of these scriptures. But, I, you know, we have to have a esteem for the body and the way and the wisdom of God and how he created the body of Christ. 
Within the body, there will be people who will be on the front lines, who will be in the forefront, who will be out speaking and doing all type of things, you know, and everyone will see them. And there will be ones that, you know, the crowds will be like, man, wow, look at this person. This is a, 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 a mighty man, a mighty woman of God or whatever. But then there will be some people who you would never see. That, and these people are just as important or maybe even more important than the ones that you see. You know, that, that's, there's a certain set of people and the way that God has made his body that all these parts work together to create the to, to uh, uh, have success with the functions that God has laid out. Like he he wants the, the so-called introvert and so-called extrovert. He made all these different personality things. We put labels on people. We say this, we say that. But God is wise. And he created the parts of the body so that we can function in unity, in unity. Man, it's so funny. I remember being in campus ministry uh, at the University of uh, Louisiana Lafayette. And that was a, 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 a year, a semester, really a school year, that the pastor there, and I was serving as an intern, and I was serving as, uh, you know, someone who was training up, training to be a, a campus uh, minister. And the pastor there who was over me, he put me over this group called the Impact Team. The Impact Team. This was the first time this team had ever been assembled. And what this team was, we had student leaders who would lead Bible studies and who would do different things out front. And then you had the impact team and the impact team's job was to make sure that things like the tables were set up for the meetings. The microphones were out. They had uh, lemonade and tea and, you know, all the it was like deacons. Right. And they put me in charge of the impact team. Man, I was so honored because I said, Lord, I want to raise this team up so that they can see how valuable they are to the work of this ministry and the Lord allowed me to teach them about leadership from a perspective of being someone that's not out front. We're going to talk a little bit more about this and I just have a lot to share concerning this because I think this is something that the body of Christ we fail at not esteeming the body rightly. This is Aaron Addison's here on American Family Radio Wednesdays with Will. We'll be back right after this. Running and crying, people being beheaded. Ah! This is Aaron Addison's here on American Family Radio, Wednesdays with Will. And today we're talking about having a proper respect for the body. Before the uh, break, I was talking about how. Uh, I was put over this team that was newly created. It was called the Impact Team. And these, these were the people who did not leave, lead Bible studies or did not speak out in, in the public. And that's just, it, it wasn't their gifting. But they were able to do so many other things. And so God used me for that year to drill into these young people 
the importance of the roles that they played within the, the uh, ministry there, uh, the campus ministry there. And, man, I saw them thrive, man. You know, they took personally, you know, when it was their job to do something. They didn't seek the applause of, of men. They didn't. They knew and they understood that if they didn't do their job, it would be noticed because something wouldn't be set up or something wouldn't be right. And it was very, very important for these people to be there. You know, a lot of times we look at people who may be on the radio or people who may be on television, pastors who stand up out front, you know, of the crowd and say that they are doing real ministry. Man, real ministry is happening, you know, in our homes. Real ministry is happening when nobody can see us and we're witnessing to our friends or to our co-workers or raising our kids, things like that. We have it twisted within the church because we have submitted to this like celebrity mentality. And what we do when we have this celebrity mentality, we not only hurt ourselves, but we hurt the person that we we're elevating. Because the Bible says that a man will be tested by the praises that he received. Now, the thing is, we are setting people up to fail a lot of times in how we act towards some of our leaders. We esteem them so high and that we look at other people with disdain. It's not, you know, they're not like this person. They're not like that person. Man, all of us are servants of the most high God. All of us. So a foundational aspect of the body of Christ and one that proves to be very valuable uh, is a realization of which members fit in which roles. We have to understand this. I remember reading about Charles uh, Spurgeon and, and someone was asking him, you know, why his preaching was so powerful. Like what was it that, you know, caused the, 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 the uh, pulpit to be ablaze when he would preach like that? And he pointed, he was like, it's the, the saints down there praying in the boiler room. There was a room down below that there were people who were praying nonstop while he was preaching. He said that those that's where the power came from. Now, I'm like today, man, we don't we don't understand that. We don't see, man, that those prayers of those saints, you know, praying for that pastor or praying for this or that. Though they're doing great work. They're a part of the body. They're playing their role. You may not ever know any of them, man, but God knows them. And their prayers go up for, for you. Like, I know that there are people who are praying uh, for me, who, pray, who are praying uh, for Aaron the Addisons. Sometimes I hear from them and they say, man, we're praying for you. We, but, I, man, uh, but I know that there are people that I will never meet that are, that, that's praying for me, praying for Miki as we minister, you know, on these airwaves. That's being a part of the body. See, Man, having a microphone in front of your mouth, being able to communicate and say things that, you know, all that, that's a gifting from God as well. Yes. But, man, we can't sleep on the, the parts that we don't see. Think about it. And we're going to read this in the scriptures. The part that we don't see, man, they're more valuable. The parts that we don't see, man, we don't let anything, we don't want anything to happen to them because they're very valuable. The body of Christ is comparable to the human body because of its many different members that make up a, a complete and a whole body. For a body to be handicapped uh, is not normal. If there is a limb missing or, or not functioning properly, it has an effect on how the body as a whole operates. Think about that. You can hurt your little toe. Man, I remember growing up, especially I used to do this all the time, running around the house. 
and I hit my little toe <laughs> on, on some piece of furniture, man, the pain would shoot up through my whole body. My whole body was affected by that. You look, you have a toothache, one tooth that's that's hurting. Man, you feel that in your toes like you feel it everywhere. That's how the body of Christ is supposed to be. You know, when there's a piece that's out of joint, when there's something that's wrong, man, the whole body is affected by that. It's affected by that. If there is a limb missing or not functioning properly, it has an effect on the whole body. And if the, if the body of Christ at large and our local assemblies uh, could realize this importance, man, how would we treat one another? There would be no uh, partiality because of certain things. There would be no looking down on someone because of this or because of that. There's many scriptures. And I'll just give some and you can jot them down and go check for yourself. But of the body of Christ and its makeup, we have Romans chapter 12, verse 3 through 8. And we're going to read some of these. Each member's place and role in the body. Again, Romans chapter 12, verse 3 through 8, Ephesians chapter 4, 11, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12 through 31. Partiality or favoritism is prohibited in the body. Galatians chapter 2, verse 11 uh, through 14. And if you're missing these scriptures, you can go back and get the podcast. Listen again to this part, this part of, uh, uh, of the show or the broadcast, and you can get these scriptures. God does not show favoritism. Romans chapter 2, verse 11, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 9, uh, Colossians 3, 25. Uh, Christians are not to show par uh, partiality or favoritism either. James chapter 2, verse 1, Leviticus 19, 15, and Exodus chapter 23, verse 3. And that favoritism, favoritism is a sin. Once again, James chapter 2, verse 8 through 9. Favoritism is a serious sin against God's call for all believers to love our neighbor as ourselves. And Jesus, his followers struggled with this. Peter did, James did, and John did. And comparing oneself to another, man, the Bible said, Paul said, that's foolish to compare ourselves amongst ourselves. And then we have that happening all of the time. That we're comparing giftings, we're comparing, you know, styles and comparing this and that. It's foolish to do so. Second Corinthians chapter uh, 10, verse 12, first Corinthians three, four through nine. Another one, each member's responsibility to bless God for his infinite wisdom on how he made them. God is the one that made the pieces to the body. He's the one that made me and made you and the giftings that he's given me and given, have given you. First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 21 through 24. Also, the dangers and the risk of, of trying to function as a different body part from how you were made. Man, now this is something that's real for me because at times when I felt inadequate or I felt like, man, People don't really see what I bring to the table or the giftings that I have are not readily seen. I felt like, man, maybe if I can be more like this person, maybe if I can kind of get like that or speak like this, you know, then, man, people would appreciate my gift to the body. But, man, God has made you who you are. And he wants you to be who he made you. If we understood that, that Exactly how he made us, that's how he wants us to be. We would have a healthier, uh, more uh, a functional body of Christ. 
it, you know, one of our aims should be, as the people of God, is to have discernment and to understand how our brothers, how our sisters operate. Because remember, we are all one body. And so take, for instance, instance, my brother Abraham or even my wife, Miki, they have certain types of giftings. I'll just take Miki. Miki is a communicator. You guys hear it. Like she's able to not only uh, understand certain things, but she knows how to relate them, how to uh, break it down and relate them in such a way that is easily understood. That's a gift. I see some of my children have that same gift. But then when you, when I look at myself, my gifting is not necessarily in communication. Like God can use me that way at times. Like I'm a, I am an associate pastor, so I have to be apt to teach. I'm not primarily a teacher, but I'm able to teach. And so the thing is, if I look at Miki and I say, man, I wish I was a mouth. Why do I have to be the eyes of the body? Man, we wouldn't be able to do what God has called us to do each and every day as we open up these microphones. Because, see, there's a role that I play, right, that helps the ministry. And there's a role that my wife plays that helps the ministry. And we are one. And so the, the, the thing is, when we get into, man, why am I not like this? I wish I was more like this. Oh, man, if I was like this, people would... That is being foolish. Another thing that the, the body of Christ can do is when you have certain things working, right, and they're working like they're supposed to, you can have people out, outside of, out, on the outside looking at what you're doing and say, oh, man, you need to do that better. You should, they, they'll try to criticize what the Lord have you doing. You have to know for sure, for sure within your heart what God has called you to do. If you don't know, you're going to always be tossed to and fro. And I will tell you, it's not easy. It's not easy if you feel as though, like, man, my giftings are not, you know, what everybody like. Or my giftings are the ones that nobody sees. I'm the person that collects the offering. Or I'm, I am the, the person that cleaned the church bathroom. <laughs> you know, I'm the person that, that sweep the floors. I make sure the tables are, are up for the fellowship meal. Or I do this and I do that. And sometimes we can look at ourselves and say, man, I'm not significant. But the role that you play, the role that you play is very, very important. And with the proper understanding of each member's function, we would, Number one, we will cancel the risk of self-destruction of the local fellowship because of not understanding one's role. When, we, when everybody don't understand their role and the giftings that God has given them and, 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 and doing what God has called them to do, man, we begin to be self-destructive in, in, in the body of Christ. Like, we can't work together. That's always going to be uh, uh, envying or wishing I was this or Lack of unity. But number two, with, with the proper understanding of each member's function, we would, number two, destroy the, cele the uh, celebrity mentality of the church. We would destroy that 
Because a lot of times the, the, cele- the celebrity mentality is based purely on giftings and abilities that's ultimately given by God. So we create these celebrities within the church. We create these celebrities within Christianity. And man, if they ever fall, a lot of times we go falling right after them because we put so much stock in man. We put so much stock in a person that, man, if they mess up, it's like we feel like our world has crumbled. It was never supposed to be like that. It was never supposed to be like that. With the proper understanding of each member's function, we would, number three, gender and an outstanding appreciation for everyone's role in the body and a significant uh, contributor to the well-being of the total fellowship. The body would be strengthened. The body would be strong if everybody knew its role within the body. That will, it, it would be a strong church, a strong body of Christ. And number four, with a proper understanding of each member's function, we would show the world how distinct we are as the church of God and teach them by our interactions with each other what true love looks like. If the world is looking at the church and we are competing for positions and if we are, you know, not satisfied with who we are and, and when we are broken and, and fractured, if the world is looking at the church, man, they see that within the world. What is the difference? The difference is we, we operate under the love of Christ. We operate as one body, one body. Now, I'm, look. When there are problems in the body, they should be addressed. That's why we have church discipline. That's why we have things where we uh, rebuke and encourage. And, you know, but it's all in efforts to bring about unity. And so we have to be serious about the unity of the body of Christ. You know, a healthy church is a church where its members know their individual roles and how to operate in excellence and what God has called them to contribute to the body. When we learn that, man, I'm telling you, there will be a a lot less fighting and things going on within the church. Romans chapter 12, verse 3 through 8 says, For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. But to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body, we have many members and the members do not all have the same function. So we, though many, are one body in Christ and individually members one of another, having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us. Let us use them if prophecy in proportion to our faith, if service in our serving, the one who teaches in his teaching, the one who exhorts in his exhortation, the one who contributes in generosity, the one who leads with zeal, the one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. We have all been given a role to play. This is Aaron Addison's here on American Family Radio, Wednesdays with Will. Be back right after this. Thank 
God that I'm after I just can't serve two masters And before something happens I gotta turn it all around Because I know I can't just have my cake and eat it too Cause it's real easy to stay on the fence and still do you It'd be cool if we could love the Lord and still go do our thing. But see, it doesn't work like that. You gotta be white or black. This is Erin Addison's here on American Family Radio, Wednesdays with Will. And we're talking about having a proper respect and esteem for the body of Christ. We're talking about knowing our roles. And uh, I guess I'll do something I don't normally do. I'll open up the phone lines if you want to talk. Uh, 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. You know, it's amazing that when, you know, Miki and I would, would, would go places and maybe the date nights and, you know, some people say like, man, I listen to you all the time. And, you know, uh, uh, we're so happy to meet you and stuff like that. And, man, we're so thankful to meet other members of the family, other members of the body. And we always say, and we mean this, we're just brothers and sisters. Like there's no, we don't even feel like, a, you know, like there's a distance between us and our brothers and sisters. Like we're all in this together. And so, man, it's, it's important that we understand the body. We understand who we are in Christ. We understand the, the, the role that we have uh, uh, been given by God. You know, uh, sometimes in the body of Christ, we tend to diminish or exalt based on personality. Right. The more charismatic a person tends to be, the more attractive they usually seem. The more introverted, the, the more mysterious. Like, man, what's up with that person? You know. And if we are not careful the body, uh, in the body of Christ and how we evaluate personalities, giftings, and abilities, we run the risk of creating a celebrity mentality and even esteeming certain people over others based on their makeup. Based on their makeup. And I think one of the, 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 the scriptures that really point, point to this uh, is in 1 Corinthians. And I want to read that. Chapter 12. Starting at verse 12, it says, For just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. For in one spirit we were all baptized into one body, Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and all were made to drink of one spirit. For the body does not consist of one member, but of many. And if the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would, uh, where would be the sense of hearing? And if the whole body were an ear, where would be the sense of smell? But as it is, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them, as he choose. See, that's the key. As he, as he has ch uh, chosen to, to make them, he has made. If all were a single member, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, 
yet one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you. Nor again, the head to the feet, I have no need of you. On the contrary, the parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. And on those parts of the body that we think less honorable, we bestow the greater honor. And our unpresentable parts are treated with greater modesty, which our more presentable parts do not require. But God has so composed the body, giving greater honor to the part that lacked it, that there may be, may be no division in the body, but that the members may have the same care for one another. How beautiful is that? If, if one member suffers, all suffer together. If one member is honored, all rejoice together. Man, that's the picture of the body of Christ. That's from the word of God. That's how God has set this thing up. He has chosen who will do this and what part this person will play. We don't have to fight over that. We don't have to divide over that. We don't have to look at somebody else's gift and covet that. What has God given us? The body should be esteemed. The body should be respected because it was God. It's God who placed the parts where they need to be for his glory, for his glory. All right, we're going to go to the phone lines here. The first call is uh, Tanya from Arkansas. Hi, Tanya. Hey, thank you for doing what y'all do. Oh, thank I mean, you. Just speaking the truth. I mean, you have no idea what it means. Thank you. Oh, I guess you do, actually, don't you? Or you wouldn't do it. But <laughs> I, I'm just glad that you do. Y'all do what you do. And I'm so excited I get to see y'all in a couple of weeks. Awesome. Um, I'll be by myself for the date night, but that's okay. okay. You know, I, I, uh, I'll be there. Okay. I'm sure I can learn something. Amen. Nice well, to meet you guys. Well, please uh, come in and say, I'm Tanya, you know, when that call. Okay. Yeah, so, so, so I can meet you. Yeah, we would love to meet you. I, I, I can do that. I can do that. And just thank you. I mean, I just, I just really just wanted to say thank you because uh, – you know the evil that's in this world, and, yeah. and this is good versus evil. I guess it always has been, mm. but it's so predominant now, and um, you're making a difference. Well, you know? thank you so much, Tanya. We, we appreciate you uh, and looking forward to seeing you in Little Rock. That's going to be uh, next month on the night, so at our date night. Uh, let's go now to, let's see, D in Texas. Hi, D. Hi, good afternoon. Thank you for taking my call. Mm -hmm. um, first, I definitely have to herald uh, and second uh, what Sister Tanya uh, said. Thank you so much mm -hmm. for uh, what you guys do. Um, this is truly a labor of love. Amen. Um, uh, and and it, it is required. It is a labor that we should enjoy mm -hmm. uh, in regards to speaking and declaring God's truth. But I wanted to um, just put this, just to just, just share this, mm -hmm. uh, when I was asking Father about uh, some things that I had observed in just when I would engage with not just people in the world, but other believers. Mm -hmm. And the Lord said this to me. He said, when I'm the topic of discussion, I always show up. Mm. And so when I would engage with individuals, 
and the focus be on God, not our opinion, mm-hmm. not what we know, who we know, not any of these things that are completely <laughs> not necessarily relevant when it comes to the big scope and the big picture mm-hmm. of why we're in the earth. Yeah. He shows up and he brings truth, revelation. The other thing is the love. Mm-hmm. If, I'm my, if, if, if I'm God's child and you're God's child, and while we may have some things we're struggling with, but wouldn't we reflect our Father's character and yeah. the things that our Father has taught us? Yeah. yeah. Yes. I'm not saying we won't fall short. Right. That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But we should be falling short less. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Um, and maturing. Mm-hmm. And so I just wanted to wanted to just 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 say something on that. Yeah. We have gotten so caught into this title and that title right. and and the 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 title is not what makes the saint. <laughs> right. Amen. Amen. That's you're, the labor. Yes. You're you're right. You're right on with that, Dean. We make um so many well, we've given so many titles and esteem people for certain things, and usually it's, it's because of outward giftings. You know, there's an attractiveness to charisma and things like that, and we, you know, um, and, hey, God uses those things. But at the same time, man, we are a part of the same body. I m- remember reading well, uh, Paul and Barnabas when they were, they were preaching. They were, you know, speaking the word of God, and the people in that land w- wanted to, like, worship them. It was like they told them, like, stop, no. We are men just like you. We, if we had that type of attitude more and more within the church, no, I'm just a man just like you. You know, I think we would avoid a lot of the, the uh, celebrity status and all this kind of stuff that we see going on. It's just, uh, it's, it's grieving to the heart of God. All right, let's go to Carrie in Alabama. Hi, Carrie. Hi, how are you? Doing fine. Great. Um, I was just calling to comment. Um, I spent many years um, abusing drugs. I was an intravenous drug user. Mm -hmm. And, you know, God delivered me from that. And when I went back uh, to church to be a part of things, I always kind of felt inferior, you know, Mm -hmm. because I wasn't quote unquote like them and because I had a past. Mm -hmm. But then I realized that past was my testimony. Amen. And, and, And there may not you know, there may not be other people in church, you know, who had went through the things that I have, but I do have something to give. I have Amen. my testimony and I have, you know, um, my spiritual gift, you know, God, um, gave me because I was in bondage, mm. um, a study on spiritual warfare and mm. prayer and, and things like that. And I just wanted to just get the message out there to anyone. If you feel inferior, if you feel like you don't belong, mm. you do. God has a place, a plan and a purpose for you. Amen. Always. Amen. And thank you just for letting me share that. Yes. And, and thank you for the work you and your wife do. Thank you so much for American Family Radio. Amen. Thank you so much, Carrie. And she's exact, exactly right. You know, like we we are all a part of the body of Christ, and we all have our different stories. We have our testimony, things that, you know, were in our past, you know, and, like, they become our testimony. And just because of, you know, what happened in the past, like, we have been grafted in. Once we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, man, that stuff is, is our testimony. It's the past, and we are in the body of Christ. And now, you know, there's so much love and respect for one another, you know, because we all have been covered by that same blood. And so, man, that's awesome testimony. All right, let's go to Nellie in Arkansas. Hi, Nellie. Hi. Um, 
when you were talking, uh, it occurred to me something I had never seen before in that in that particular scripture. Um, we just recently in our in our town had a major individual in one of the churches just passed away, mm-hmm. and you look at it, you go, my goodness, what is that program going to do mm. without this pastor? And it dawned on me when you were talking, we can get along. A natural body can get along without an arm or a leg. Mm -hmm. We can get along without an ear. We can get along without an eye. But we can't get along without our heart Mm -hmm. or our lungs. Mm -hmm. And we don't see the heart or the lungs. Right. But they are the most important, like you said, the parts that cannot be seen Mm -hmm. are, in in one sense of the word, sometimes more important than the parts that we can. And I had never seen that from that scripture before yeah. just thought i'd pass that on well thank you so much nelly yeah that's that's right you know and it, and when i whenever i read that scripture i'm like man this makes so much sense yes the things that we don't see the the, the internal organs if those things fail you know like like you said nelly you know you can go without a finger or an ear or you know you don't want to there's still some some uh, uh things that are not normal there i mean you can see that but those internal organs that no one can see, like the Bible says, the, the ones that, you know, are not uh, presentable on the outside. Those are the ones that we bestow more honor on. We don't want our heart to die out. Right. We're gone. We don't want our brain to be damaged. You know, there's certain. And so even as it relates to the body of Christ, there are people who will labor as intercessors and you will never know their name. You will never see them. You will never, you know, they will never be mentioned up front at church. But man, those people are like the heart of the church or the heart of the body. They're, they're praying, you know, they're seeking the Lord. They're praying for you when nobody else is, you know, man, when you're not praying, they're praying, you know, those things are important. We have to esteem the body. Just because someone, you know, is not up here on the pulpit or speaking all the time and doing all this stuff, man, they are not any less than the ones who are up there. And we have to understand that this celebrity mentality is, is again, grieving. It's grieving, you know, and we're, we're making more out of that stuff than we are just the body of Christ. The body of Christ with all its parts that function together so that God could be glorified. And so just as Nellie said, that's so important that, man, these things are are, are very, very valuable, even though we don't see them. Last call. Let's go to uh, Miss Miss Freddie in Arkansas. Hi. How you doing there, Will? Doing good. Doing good. I've just become my first time calling on the radio. Um, But you, you said something today that just struck a nerve and just had to be addressed. And I just wanted in the Bible to state it. Give honor to those. Mm-hmm. So, and I want to give you honor because give credit mm-hmm. because what you stated about everyone has a part mm-hmm. in church. Amen. You know, people. You know, they got people that are struggling that think they're not good enough. And, yeah. And like you said, whether it's clean the church or however, whatever they might be doing, mm-hmm. it's still a job. That's mm-hmm. your talent. Amen. That's your talent. And Amen. I have to say, young man, I agree with what you said, and it was it was for me to hear it today. And you said something that really that really made you know made a difference. All right. Well, thank you so much, Miss Freddie. I appreciate that. That's very very encouraging. Uh, like I said, man, let's be who God's called for us to be. We have a part to play in the body of Christ. Well, that's it for today. Be back with you tomorrow, Lord willing. Until then, God bless. <laughs>